come now.
at the church, say amen. Amen. Uh, From the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24. Stick your finger there and go to John 14 and 1. As follows, Proverbs 4 and 23, sorry, Proverbs 4 and 23. These are the words you find there. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. John 14, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Amen. Just for a few minutes this morning, I want to talk from this subject. I want to talk about guard your heart. Guard your heart. This is a familiar text, John 14, so let me caution you now. Please don't turn the station and go to another preacher. I heard that before. Preached it at grandma's funeral. I've heard that sermon a lot of times. Let me just caution you that that is a right now word from the Lord and so don't turn the station just yet listen to what the Lord has to say God your heart those of you who have been around for a while you know for the most part this is a text that is preached at funerals If you allow me this morning to reclaim it and wring it out of the hands of the undertaker, I I, I want to take this word, and the truth is, when Jesus spoke these words, Jesus was not preaching a funeral. He was speaking a word to encourage his disciples. He was speaking a word to try to lift them up. They were scared. They were worried. They were uncertain about their future. And Jesus is speaking a word to encourage them. Again, these disciples, they were scared. They were worried. They were uncertain about their future like some of you might be right now. Y'all ain't hearing me. And my brothers and my sisters, if that is where you are right now, I I just want to take these same words, the same words he gave them, and I want to revisit those words with you this morning. Let not your heart 
be trouble. You see, my brothers and my sisters, you can spend so much time and effort trying to keep COVID out of your lungs that you allow COVID to take over your mind and your heart. Are y'all hearing me? You, you can get so caught up in trying in, 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 in what, what lie Trump is telling today that before you know anything, Trump is living rent-free in your head and in your heart. You can't sit around and watch the news loop of people getting slaughtered in the streets 24-7 and not have that trouble your heart. I'm trying to help somebody here. The wisest man here in the text, the wisest man that ever lived, according to the word of God, was Solomon. And Solomon says it like this, keep your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. There it is right there. There it is right there. The issues that we have in life. Y'all ain't hearing me. All these issues we struggle with, guess where they start? Start in the heart. I'm just trying to help you. God, your heart. Here in this writing of John, find Jesus preparing his disciples for the end of his earthly ministry. Remember, he put these 12 men together and they had committed themselves to follow him every step of the way. They had heard his powerful words. They witnessed his miracles. They witnessed firsthand the power of his love. They had been with him now for about three years. And they had great expectations concerning this new kingdom that is coming. There was no doubt in their minds that he will be the one who would restore Israel. He's the one who's going to make Israel great again. Y'all hearing me? So, so it had to be a shock. It had to be a shock. To them, they sat around the supper table with Jesus and they listened as he made this horrifying announcement. He announced to them that I'm going to be leaving you. Told them I'm about to leave you and he implied that he was going to be crucified on the cross. Then finally he told them where I'm going, you can't go with me right now. Y'all hear me? You need to get this picture. You need to see this picture in your mind. Here are men who have given up everything to follow him. And now they sit there listening to all of their hopes and all of their dreams fade away. But then after dropping all of this heavy news on them, listen to his next statement, let not your heart be troubled. Are y'all hearing this? 
what he's saying to them, what he's saying to them, and what he's saying to you and me right now, I believe he's saying it to them then and, and to us now. What he's saying, in a nutshell, he's saying to all of us, God, your heart. During these times of chaos, be mindful about your heart. God, your heart. I remember when I was growing up, started facing life challenges and life disappointments. I understand my daddy would, he would sit down sometimes and he would see the trouble in my face. And he had this thing he would say, he said, son, don't take it to heart. Y'all hearing this? Son, don't. In other words, as much as it hurts. And as disappointing as it is, don't let it get down into your heart. God, your heart. See, when Jesus uses the word let, he puts you and I totally in charge. Are y'all hearing me? Let, let. That means you are brothers and sisters you are in charge of what you allow to take up residence in your heart. Hear me now. I say you are in charge of what you allow to take up residence in your heart. It may get in your ear. It may even get to your eye. But you are in charge, are you hearing me, of how much of it gets to your heart. Well, as we examine the text, find that Jesus gives a word of hope. He gives a word of assurance that will speak to you and me even today in the midst of all that's going on around us. In the midst of all of the trials we are facing right now, Jesus has a word for you and for me. And yet you see, when Jesus says, let, he puts you slap in control. While you may not have charge over the situation, you may not have charge over the circumstances around you, you have full charge over how you let it affect you. I'm trying to help somebody here. You see, let means to allow or fail to prevent. Let means to allow or fail to prevent. In other words, as bad as things may seem, they can never destroy you unless you allow them or unless you fail to prevent them. Y'all ain't hearing me. You may not realize it. You may not realize it, but you can escape the virus and still die from worrying about the virus. Are y'all hearing me? If you allow it or fail to prevent it from getting into your heart, Trump can't run up your blood pressure unless you let it. Turn the TV off. 
Are you hearing me? Why would you sit and watch continually somebody that's running up? Are y'all hearing this? You, you, you can't take the blood. If you, if you can't take the blood and the gore that they seem obsessed with showing you every time the news comes on, if, if you can't take that, that's what the remote is for. Are y'all hearing this? If Trump gets on your, your last nerve and causes your blood pressure to rise, turn to the Waltons. T turn to the little house on the prairie. You are in charge. I'm trying to help somebody here. You're hearing about the virus 24-7 is working your nerves. Turn to the exercise channel. I'm trying to help you here. I'm trying to help you here. You see, you are in charge of what you allow to work your nerves. Never forget, years ago in my office, a woman was crying. She cried, she cried, and I sat there and tried to console her. She was crying because her daughter and her had a falling out, and she said her daughter call her and she said Reverend for 30 minutes she just cussed me out over the phone she just cussed me out I, I had one question who was holding the phone are y'all hearing me Who's holding? you are in charge how much craziness you allowed to get to your heart you you have to learn how to use the power and the authority that you have to control what gets to your heart. I'm trying to help you here. Next statement. The next statement that Jesus makes is believe in God. Believe in God, believe also in me. Let me break it down for you. What he's merely saying to you, trust me. That's what he's saying. You want to get some pressure off, learn how to trust him. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, you, you would be surprised at how much weight you can keep off of your heart just by trusting him. And, yeah, brothers and sisters, because I trust him, because I believe every word that it says, I, I don't take things to heart. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we just don't carry everything to God and pray. I don't take things to heart. I've learned how to put it all in his hand. Somebody said it like this, this and that. <laughs> It really don't matter what it is. This and that. I put it all in his hand. He can handle it. I can't, but he can handle it. That's a fact. I put it all. Huh. In his hand. This problem that I had 
just couldn't seem to solve. I prayed and I prayed, but I kept on getting involved. But then I turned it over to Jesus. And I stopped worrying about it. I turned it over to the Lord, and guess what? He worked it out. See, I do what I do because I believe what I believe. Y'all ain't hearing me. I, I share what I have with other folk because I truly believe that God will supply all of my needs according to his riches. I, I don't get in fights with folk. I don't battle with folk because I truly believe that God will fight my battle. Are y'all hearing me? I don't worry about folk trying to hurt me because I honestly believe that no weapon that is formed against me is going to prosper. Don't, don't let this world get to you because, and I'm almost through, don't let this world weigh you down. Don't let it weigh you out. Don't let it get to you. Because this ain't your place. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. J Jesus, J Jesus would say to you and me, when I created you, I had more than this in mind. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. When I created you, I had more than this. Is, are are y'all hearing me? Which brings me to the next point. This is not your place. The next point is Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. This world is not our home. When you accepted Jesus Christ into your life, he, he promised you eternal life in a brand new home. This is not your place. You live here, you work here, you make your living here, you raise your family here, but this is not your place. He says, I'm going, though, to prepare a place for you. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, that there is a place. And this is the good news here. There is a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, he says, uh, I, I'm going right now to get that place ready for you. Right now, I'm sitting at the right hand of my father. I'm getting your place ready. And somebody ought to get happy. You ought to get happy because the truth is, uh, before Jesus came, before he died on the cross, we didn't have any place. Are y'all hearing me? The truth is, before he came, shed his blood, died on the cross, laid him in a borrowed tomb, you and I didn't have anywhere to go. But I thank God today, I've got a place. Because of what he did on Calvary, because he died, because he conquered death and the grave and got up Sunday morning, I've got a place. My daddy said like this, I found in him. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. Guide me all, thy great Jehovah. Pilgrim through this barren land, I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy power. Are y'all hearing me? Let not 
your heart be troubled one more because there's one more promise. He says, I'm coming back. Y'all ain't hearing me. He says, I'm coming back. And one thing that we've got to understand is I'm coming back is just as much a part of the gospel message as he died. I'm coming back is just as much a part of the gospel story as they laid him in a bar or two. I'm coming back is just as much a part of the gospel story as he got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hands. So as I go to my seat, guard your heart. Don't let your heart be troubled by what's going on in the world right now because just a few more risings and setting of the sun. I don't know how long it will be or what the future holds for me. But this I know if Jesus leaves me I'll make it home someday. Yes, he's coming back. This same Jesus that we watch go away. The word of God says he's coming back in like manner. And I don't know about anybody else, but when I see Jesus, amen. When I see Jesus, amen, may have to cry sometimes right now, but when I see Jesus, amen, might have to carry a heavy load right now, but when I see Jesus, amen, yes, yes, some glad morning when the life is over, I'll fly away to be at rest. Yes! Guard your heart. Guard your heart. In the midst of all of this craziness, there's no way around it. You right slap in the middle of it. It's all around you. But you are in charge of how much of it you're allowed to get into your heart. And I'm just relaying the message from God today. God, your heart. God, your heart. Don't get so wrapped up in all of this stuff that you forget that there is a God who sits high and who's looking down low. Don't get so wrapped up. And all of this, that you forget that there is a God who rules and super rules the heavens and the earth. If you're here today, the word of God is clear. Before I do the invitation, uh, Alyssa, do you know do you know beams of heaven? As I go, come, come, find the book. Come, come, sing that for us. 
desolation or 
personal depression. We have a God who still says, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and, and I will give you rest. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light that even in the midst of all that there's still an invitation to be his disciple that wherever you may be and those even in the sound of my voice that Jesus still invites you to follow him he still invites you to love him and if you follow him he says I'll remove the issues of our heart that wherever you may be that he says that you should simply come unto me the word of God says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, that you shall have eternal life. And then the hope is that when you believe that, you believe that there is going to be a someday where the wicked will cease from troubling and the weary will be at rest. So your invitation has been made to you to give your heart and give your life to Jesus Christ. That We invite you to become a member here at the Salem Missionary Baptist Church, one of God's greatest church families. But wherever you are, if you've accepted Jesus, you are part of the church. The church universal, the holy Catholic church, the church universal, he invites you to come and be with you. Let us pray for those who are outside, Lord. We thank you that we stand in the midst of the hope of someday. That regardless of what is going on around us in this world, regardless of what we can catch, regardless of who rules over us, we serve a God who is sovereign over all, that he heals every single disease and he leads every leader. Lord, we thank you for being our God and being our sovereign Savior. Lord, we stand at thanking you because we don't have to worry about it. That all we have to do is turn it all over to you and you'll be able to take all of our cares. We can cast our cares on you for we know even now you care for us. Lord, we thank you for this time that we've shared together. We thank you for another Sunday morning. We thank you, Lord, for another right now word from our pastor. Lord, bless his heart, bless his soul, bless his strength. Lord, we thank you for these that are here. We thank you for those that are in a virtual world, Lord, that we still know that by your spirit we are one all together. Now, Lord, as we go forward, and Lord, I like even now, we can still go forward. As we go forward in this world of treachery, as we go forward, we will say, Lord, we bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We love you. Keep us in your care. Keep a hedge all around us, Lord. 
Bless us as we go, Lord. Bless us when we come in and bless us as we're going out. Be our God. And we'll continue to be your people. This is our prayer. We pray it in Jesus' holy and mighty and matchless name. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord in his house. So grateful to God for just giving us another day. Thank God for life, for health, for strength. Thank God for those who have come this morning to help, to make sure that worship gets, that we're worshiping and we're able to worship with our whole family. Wherever you are, we thank God for you those who are at home, wherever you are. We just thank you for tuning in uh, that the body of Christ, although we are not in the same place, we are all in the same spirit and we are all together. We just thank God for each one of you. Thank you continually for your understanding and for your patience. Thank you continually for your stewardship. Uh, and for your continual stewardship. As I said on last Sunday, uh, we are, uh, and, uh, and I, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, maybe soon I'm going to have some even better news, but we are still planning in the month of October. In the month of October, we had planned that that would be the month that we were going to be debt-free. So all of those who have made a pledge and who can and who are able Please, let's go ahead and do what we can. Uh, those pledges and those things, whatever, every member, whatever you can do, uh, I want you to do that extra in the month of October. Uh, we are going to re we are go we're, we're going to retire debt. We're going to be debt-free. So although we're not together physically, uh, I thank God for your stewardship and the way that you are keeping up. Uh, with your stewardship, and I know that you'll do the same thing for Church Anniversary Month in October. I want us to remember in our prayers uh, Sister Eula Robinson, uh, Sister Edith White, Sister Sister Linda Huey, uh, and Sister Felicia Collins. Uh, uh, Sister White, Sister Huey, and Sister Collins, they, they, they're all, well, two of my sisters, their mother went home to be with the Lord. And Sister Felisa Collins, her mother, also uh, went home to be with the Lord. And Sister Eula Robinson, uh, her sister, uh, is now with the Lord. So let's just keep them in our prayers. Let's reach out and do what we can as they go through these periods. Uh, we do have, I don't have it with me, but for the month of September, uh, our devotional books are in for the next quarter. Do I have it? I do have it. Nah. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is our new devotional for the next quarter starting in September. And as we have with previous ones, my prayer is that every member, this sort of puts us all on the same page, gives us a daily devotional, but you know the rule. You can't get just one. You got to get at least two. At least two. 
And the reason for that is so that you have one and you have one to share with somebody else, with a neighbor, with a friend, maybe with somebody who doesn't know the Lord. Be a wonderful tool. So they're here. Uh, just like we did last time, you feel free to stop by the office, make your donation, whatever that donation is, and we will give you uh, booklets, again, uh, more than one, so that you can spread those around. So whatever donation you will, come by the church, pick them up. Also, I've been informed that you can call church office, uh, and if you desire, they will mail them to you. They'll mail them to you, and you can make your contribution by Cash App or Givelify. Just make, just make a special contribution to the Word for Today devotional uh, from Salem Church. So we want to make sure that during this time we're still getting the Word out, that others are still being blessed by, uh, by our, our being saved. Again, God bless you. God keep you. Thanks so much for everything. Again, all who come to work, uh, audiovisual, thank you all so much. Everybody, those who come in, uh, I'm just so happy. My deacons now, we, they are drift, drifting in. Just they can't come, can't come like they want to. But I sure do. It, it certainly makes me feel good to know that they are being assigned to come and hold up my arms. Thank you all so much. Uh, to everybody who has shown up, and please know when I say everybody, I'm talking about <laughs> 10, 15 folk. So don't y'all get, don't get antsy. Everybody ain't here. <laughs> I'm talking to all of y'all, everybody home and everywhere else. But I thank God for you. May God bless you. May God keep you is our prayer. God be with you till we meet again.
there are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.